Paragalif Mishnah Gimel. As we learned over the past couple of Mishnayas, there is an obligation on each and every man to go up to the Beis Amigdash, appear in the Azara on the three festivals, and sometime over the festival, bring two karbanos, a karban olas re'iyah, a festival ola offering, and shalmechagiga, a festival shlamim offering. Now the primary mitzvah, the proper way to fulfill the mitzvah is to bring the karban at the first opportunity. Bring on the first day of the festival, which of course is yomtiv, and so one is not allowed to perform just any malacha on this day. A lot of the lamites malachas are restricted. Now, you could do malacha to prepare food, but you don't need to bring a carbon in the base of Mignish to prepare food. And bringing a carbon in the base of Mignish entails many additional malachas. So this raises the question of bringing karbanos on yamtiv. The rule for this is that if it's an obligatory carbon, such as the Olas Ria or the Chagiga, and where there is a halachic advantage to bringing the carbon right away on day one, you could make it up later, but it's proper to bring it on day one, a carbon like that could be offered even on Yom Tov. Ramesha begins by stating, Olos, in the case of voluntary Olos, somebody will pledge sometime during the year to bring a carbon Ola. Now he's here in the base of Migdash, for the festivals, he says, I'll fulfill my pledge and bring my carbon ola. The mission rules he may do so, but moed on chalamoed. In the intermediate days, so between the first and last days of Sukkot or Pesach, when in general, the idea of malacha being restricted is much more relaxed than on the full first and last days of Yom Tiv, that bracket the chalamoed days, the mission's implication is clear. The halacha is, it's forbidden to go and bring a voluntary ola on Yom Tev. For to do that would be performing various malachas without justification. And the Gemara Bates explains that the Mishnah means that this is true of voluntary shlam offerings as well. Even though in theory you could argue maybe it should be more lenient when it comes to a voluntary shlam because it does provide food. The owner does eat part of that. So maybe you could justify it under the idea of Ochel Nefesh. To get he could do malacha for food purposes, but no. As mentioned, you don't need to bring a carbon to prepare food for Yom Tiv. So this is not permitted. You can't do it on Yom Tiv itself, but only on Cholomoy. Now the Gemara says that our Mishnah is an instance of Chasuri Mechsura, some words missing. So the Gemara fills in missing words of our Mishnah that to this point the Mishnah contrasts and states that as regards the obligatory carbon of the Olas Re'iyah and certainly the Shalmei Chagiga, where again the owner even partakes of that, he eats from that, the halach is that may be brought even on Yom Tev itself. Based again on the fact that there's a specific mitzvah and obligation to bring this carbon, and the real and ideal mitzvah is to do it right away, the first day on Yom Tev, therefore that's permitted. The Mishnah adds, the halach is that regarding an obligatory carbon like the Olas Re'iyah, Ba'os Minachulin. The animal one is going to use for the carbon must be purchased only with chulin, non-holy funds. And so let's say you know, back at home he had his uh, second tithe, his Meister Shani, rather than bringing the actual crops all the way to Yerushalayim, he decided, okay, I'm going to redeem the Meister Shani onto some money, transfer the sanctity onto money, and I'll spend the money in Yerushalayim. And what better purpose than using the money for a carbon? So I'll purchase the animal I'm going to use for my oldest Ria with the Meister Shani money. Seems like a good idea. The Mishnah rules that that's not allowed. 
per the rule that that if a person has an obligation to bring some kind of a carbon, he cannot use money that itself is of a chova nature, meaning that you know he has to specifically spend you know, here in Yerushalayim. Can't use my Sushani money. He has to use his regular non-holy money to purchase the carbon. By contrast, the Mishnah states vehashlamim, and there's a classic example how you know, without the Gemara we wouldn't be able to read the Mishnah. The Gemara explains that what does the word shlamim mean? Here in this context, it means a new carbon we haven't really discussed up until this point. Till now, we discussed the two carbonas related to the festival, Oldest Re'iya and Shalmei Chagiga, both obligatory carbonas. There's a third carbon one may end up bringing on the festival called the Shalmei Simcha, which refers to the following halacha. Torah says that uh, with all the carbonas you're offering on Yom Tev, if you uh, find yourself still without adequate meat, to use for your family to rejoice in the festival, then don't just slaughter an animal for its meat. No. You should bring more shlamim karbonas, or at least you have one more shlamim carbon. We call that the shalmi simcha. For, as mentioned, the owner gets a lot of the meat from karbon shlamim, so use that meat for the festivities. But the key to understand is that this is not a mandatory carbon in the way that the Olas and Shalmi Chagiga are, where the Torah says, each individual has to bring those two carbonos. Here it's, if you need more meat, you should procure that meat by slaughtering a shlom simcha. So being that there's no specific obligation to bring this carbon to shlom simcha, if somebody does end up bringing one, mean ha-maiser, he may pay for the animal from maiser sheni funds. The fact that he's using the funds for a mitzvah isn't a problem in and of itself. It's, again, specifically where the mitzvah he's using the money for is obligatory on him. He has this mandatory carbon. In that case, he can't use Meister Shani funds to pay for the animal. And the last section of the Mishnah as well is unreadable without the Gemara. There are different opinions in the Gemara how to read it. The Rami Bartinura goes with the reading of Chizkiah, who says that at this point, the Mishnah turns its attention to the following case. As mentioned, there is a mitzvah for a person to bring a Chagiga, Shalmi Chagiga and Yamtiv. And the owner does end up getting a lot of the meat from that carbon that will eat with his family. But the halacha is, in the event, there's not enough meat from the one chagiga to provide for all of his family and guests, he may slaughter additional chagiga offerings. So we're not discussing anymore the shalmei simcha, which is a similar concept. What we're discussing here is simply bringing more animals for the chagiga offering. So the point is that the label of the carbon under discussion definitely is a type of carbon that is mandatory, but we're talking about a specific situation in which in order to supply his household needs, he needs to slaughter more than one animal as a Shalmei Chagiga. And the Mishnah discusses this case in the context of a Yom Tev Arishin Shal Pesach, that, for example, this is being offered on the first Yom Tev, the first day of Pesach. The truth is this equally applies to the other festivals, Shavuos and Sukkot. We'll explain why the Mishnah chose the example of Pesach. But again, the point is that this is your Shalmi Chagiga offering, so an obligatory type of offering, but we're discussing where he slaughtered a second or a third animal in order to supply his household's needs. The Mishnah presents a dispute by Shambi's Hillel as to whether he may use Meiser Shani funds to purchase such an animal. Mishame say 
It must be purchased from Chulid money. You can't use Meiser Shani money to purchase even this extra Chagiga animal. Because in the final analysis, it is a Chagiga animal. And again, Chagiga is a mandatory carbon. And so the standard restriction of a mandatory offering applies here that says you can't use Meiser Shani money to purchase the animal. However, Basil is saying no, he could use Meiser Shani funds to purchase is additional Chagiga animals. For it's true that the category of Chagiga is a mandatory type of offering, but we look at this specific animal being purchased. This particular animal is not part of a mandatory obligation. He's already discharged his basic obligation by bringing one Chagiga. So this, Meis Hillel argues, is more analogous to the Shalmei Simcha, where okay, he's bringing extra animals but that the decision is not obligatory, and therefore this uh, situation doesn't fall under the restriction that says an obligatory carbon may only be purchased with non-holy, non-Meister Shani money.